Hello everyone, Terry and I welcome you today. Thanks for watching our broadcast. We've got some powerful truths that we want to share with you from the Word of God that I believe are going to make a great and powerful impact on your life. Terry, today we're going to be talking about the hand of God. Yes, and I love this message. I've never ever heard anybody preach on the hand of God till I heard you share this. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I love about this message is how you, you clearly illustrate that it's one thing to find out after all these years that Satan is the thief. Yep. That he's the one who's been robbing from you. He's the one you should be mad at. It's not other people. Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to find that out. It's another thing to make that thief pay you back right. everything he has stolen from you. Yeah, and sometimes we're content with just discovering, oh, it was the devil. But in God's Word, it reveals that whatever he has stolen, we have a right to expect retribution that God will recompense. He'll make Satan pay for it. In fact, just this morning before coming over to the studio, I was looking at a letter that was on my desk from a, a, a family, uh, friends of mine, actually overseas. And uh, they were talking about how Satan has been stealing from them. And they said, we've read your book on from devastation to restoration. And we know you know how to believe God for restoration. Would you pray and believe God with us? Mm -hmm. That is one of many letters that we have received, one of many phone calls, and one of many conversations I've had with pastors and, and Christians uh, just this year mm -hmm. about how Satan has been stealing from them. So we're going to be talking about that today. I want you to sit back, relax. Don't let anything interrupt or distract you because this message could be one of the messages that you've been waiting for in your life that I believe, once again, is going to make a powerful impact. So I'm ready to talk about the hand of God. All right. I want to read something to you just before I get into that lesson. I taught this actually for the first time back in April of 2005. April of 2005. We had uh, what we called uh, our annual revival fires here at our headquarters and in our church facility. And I remember on April the 12th, the night after our opening meeting, I came back home, was preparing for bed, and I kept hearing, hearing this phrase in my spirit, the hand of God. You need more knowledge regarding the hand of God. It's one of the missing revelations in your life and in the body of Christ. Well, I was getting ready for bed, but I laid there and I could not get that off my mind. So I got up and I just began meditating on that. I went and got my Bible, started reading certain scriptures that I knew had the phrase, the hand of God in it. And, and then I just sat down. Actually, I went out on the deck uh, off of our master bedroom. I sat out there and was just praying over this. And I said, Lord, I know you're trying to show me something. What is it? I'm not getting it. What is it? And I wrote down here in my notes that it was about 1 a.m. in the morning when this revelation came to me. I preached it that day or that evening at our Revival Fires Conference, and it had such a powerful impact on that crowd. Later that year, at the Kenneth Copeland Believers Convention in Anaheim, California, I preached it again and expounded upon it. I had learned more about it from April to July. And obviously they were filming uh, all of the sessions of all of the speakers. 
They gave us a copy of it. Uh, we had it put on video in those days, I guess, DVD or maybe, I, I guess it was DVD. And uh, somehow, Oral Roberts got a copy of it. I know I didn't send it to him. I'm not sure who sent him a copy of it. But immediately after him watching it, he wrote me this letter. This is a handwritten letter from Oral Roberts. And it says, uh, my dear Jerry, I just played the video of your latest sermon, The Hand of God. I sat alone and was instantly gripped by this powerful sermon. I admit I felt my very being touched, moved, and uplifted and inspired, and it also changed me again, as I am always changed every time I hear you preach the Word of God. I am still moved in my spirit, and as I write, I just feel impelled by the Holy Spirit to tell you that you have a unique way in receiving revelation from God, and I want to encourage you to continue to do so. And he went on and shared some great things about uh, our relationship and so forth. And he also said, and please use the seed that I've enclosed for you and your family for a special dinner with love and respect, Oral. Now, obviously, that touched my life as I read that letter. And uh, Brother Roberts was my spiritual grandfather, and he and I had a wonderful relationship. But the fact that he took the time to write a handwritten letter to tell me how much this message on the hand of God ministered to him really blessed my life. So if it blessed Oral Roberts, then I know it's got to bless you. So I want to encourage you to listen very closely as we talk about this powerful revelation regarding the hand of God. Now, the first scripture I want to read to you is this. It's found in Isaiah chapter uh, 66 and verse 14. Isaiah chapter 66 and verse 14. God was talking about some things that he was going to do for the nation of Israel. And then in verse 14, he says, And when you see this, your heart shall rejoice and your bones shall flourish like an herb, and the hand of the Lord shall be known toward his servants, and his indignation toward his enemies. Now, I want you to notice that God said, when you see these great things that I'm about to do, then you're going to know that it was the hand of your God. And notice also, he said that you're not only going to know that it was my hand, but my enemies and your enemies will also recognize that it was my indignation toward them. Now, as I begin to study this, I found that when you see the phrase, the hand of God, the hand of the Lord, His outstretched hand, when you see it in the scriptures, it's usually going to refer to these two things. Number one, it speaks of God's power expressed in judgment. Let me say that again. It speaks of God's power expressed in judgment. Number two, it speaks of God's power expressed in blessing. Now, when you see the phrase, the hand of the Lord, once again, it is either going to be a reference to the power of God expressed in judgment, or it's going to be a reference to the power of God expressed in blessing. Now, in judgment, it's always against his adversary. In blessing, it's always in reference to his people. 
In other words, when the hand of God is being moved or demonstrated in our behalf, then it's going to bring blessing. But when it's being expressed or demonstrated where our adversary is concerned, it's going to come in the form of judgment. God is about to punish him. God is about to do something to him that is going to be to our benefit. So I want you to grab hold of that. When you see the phrase, the hand of the Lord, it's either going to be a reference to God's power expressed in judgment toward the adversary or God's power expressed in blessing toward his people. Now notice once again in Isaiah 66, verse 14, he says that when you see what I'm about to do, talking to the children of Israel, when you see what I'm about to do, he went on uh, to say earlier there in verse 12, I will extend peace to her like a river and the glory of the Gentiles like a flowing stream. Notice he's talking about blessing. He's talking about overflow. And he says, this is what I'm going to do for Israel. But then when it came to the enemy, he said, and I will show my indignation toward my enemies. So what's God saying? When the hand of the Lord is being expressed, then get ready. Something wonderful is about to happen to you. Blessing is coming your way. At the same time, judgment is coming toward your adversary, punishment, recompense, and retribution. In other words, God is going to see to it that when his hand is against our adversary, then we're going to be restored. We're going to be paid back whatever our adversary has stolen from us. Now, notice in the book of Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3 and verse 20 and verse 21. Listen to this phrase. And I will stretch out my hand. This is God speaking. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he, speaking about Pharaoh, will let you go. Now, Pharaoh was the enemy of God's people. He had held them in captivity. And now God is saying, but I'm going to stretch out my hand. This is a reference to the hand of the Lord. And notice he said that when I stretch out my hand toward Egypt, it's not going to bring blessing to them. It's going to bring judgment to them. Notice once again, I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. And then notice, and I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when you go, you shall not go empty-handed. So notice what God is saying. Two things that would happen once the hand of the Lord was manifested. Number one, it was going to bring judgment on Egypt. It was going to bring judgment on Pharaoh. It was going to bring judgment on his people. And notice it says that God would smite them. He would smite them with all these plagues. The Bible in the King James says, all my wonders will I do in the midst of them. And then notice also it said, at the same time that the hand of the Lord will bring judgment against Egypt, notice that it was going to bring favor to God's people. He was going to smite Egypt, and at the same time, he was going to bring favor to God's people. And he said, and you will know that this is the hand of the Lord, and when you leave Egypt, you're not going to go empty-handed. Now, notice 
If you study this, while the children of Israel were in Egypt, it represented the land of not enough. They never had enough. They lived in lack. They never could please the Egyptians. They never had enough straw. They couldn't build enough bricks. Everything about Egypt represented a land of not enough. And that's the way God's people were living, even though it was not God's best. God's best was for them to live under the blessing of God, the blessing of Abraham. And while they were in bondage, they began to cry out to God. God remembered his covenant. It's not as though he had forgotten it, but as they cried out to him, the Bible says that he remembered his covenant and he raised up Moses to be their deliverer. And Moses was sent to Pharaoh and was told by God to tell him, let my people go. And then he says, and by the hand of the Lord, I will smite Egypt and I will bring destruction into Egypt. And at the same time, by my hand, I will give my people favor and I will bring them out and they will not come out empty handed. Now, if you study this once again, the Bible says that when God's people left Egypt, they carried out the gold and the silver. What that represented was this. They not only got the wages that belonged to them, that particular generation, but you got to remember God's people were in bondage to Egypt for over 400 years. So when they carried out the gold and the silver, God not only gave them what belonged to that particular generation, but he gave them also what belonged to their ancestors. You could say God gave them what belonged to them and with interest that covered 400 years. So here you see retributions. Here you see restoration. God made their adversary pay for what he had put them through. That's what God wants to do where your adversary is concerned today. Our adversary is not flesh and blood. Our adversary is not some man. Our adversary is Satan. And the Bible says that he's a thief and he comes to kill, to kill, uh, to steal and to destroy. And yet the Bible says that God is our God and he will favor us and he will bless us and he will cause his hand to be moved against our adversary just as he did in Pharaoh's day. Pharaoh is a type and shadow of Satan. The people, uh, the children of Israel are a type and shadow of you and me today, the body of Christ, God's people. And notice God said, I will stretch out my hand. I'll bring judgment on your adversary and I'll bring favor and blessing upon you. So that means that whatever Satan has stolen from you, you don't have to sit back and take this. You don't have to say, well, I'll just write it off as a bad experience. No, you can expect the hand of the Lord to manifest in your behalf. We have a right to ask God to stretch forth his hand and to move against our adversary and to move in our favor. We can expect our adversary to be made to pay us back for everything that he has stolen from us. And I found in the book of Proverbs that the Bible says, when you catch a thief, that you can make him pay you back a minimum of sevenfold, sevenfold restoration. Think about that. Whatever the devil has put you through, the Bible says that you can make him pay you back sevenfold. Now, what I would strongly suggest that you do is if you've been stolen from, you start saying, God, 
I beseech you, like they did in the book of Acts. The early apostles, they said, Lord, we beseech you, stretch forth your hand. I encourage you right now, pray that way. Lord, I beseech you, stretch forth your hand against my adversary, bring judgment upon him, and make him pay me back sevenfold what he's stolen. And Lord, stretch forth your hand in my behalf and bring blessing and favor unto me. That's what happened to the children of Israel in the book of Exodus. And I believe that you and I, since we have a better covenant founded upon better promises, we can expect the same thing to take place in our lives. Listen, don't just be satisfied that you now have discovered that it's Satan who is stealing from you. Hey, that's a powerful revelation because a lot of Christians don't even have that revelation. A lot of Christians are still blaming God. A lot of Christians think God's the one who wrecked their car, who, who took their children and, and, and robbed them of their finances. God's not the stealer. He's not the thief, rather. He is the one who brings blessing. Satan is the thief. Jesus said in John 10, 10, that the thief cometh not but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Now, you've just received a powerful revelation that many Christians do not yet have that Satan is the thief. Satan's the one stealing from you. That's a powerful revelation. You're a step ahead of a lot of other people. However, don't let it end there. Now that you've discovered that he's the thief, you can make him pay. I'm encouraging you right now, if Satan has been stealing from you, then you get a revelation of this and you study this out for yourself and then you pray, Lord, I beseech you, stretch forth your hand against my adversary and stretch forth your hand in my behalf. Bring judgment on the devil, make him pay me back sevenfold and give me, Lord, favor and blessing. I'm telling you, it's a revelation that will change your life. Now you can understand perhaps more why Brother Robert said that it was a revelation that brought great inspiration into his life. Listen, I'm going to be back in just a few moments. We'll continue talking about this. I want you to watch this special announcement, and then I'll be right back. Today's message is just a small sampling of the rich, powerful teaching you'll find in Jerry Savelle's DVD, The Hand of God. In this revealing message, you'll receive the very principles that have enabled people all over the world to overcome their problems and experience God's blessings. The same results can be yours today, too. As you watch this DVD, you'll discover how God can restore to you what the devil has stolen, the secret to praying and getting results, how the hand of God can save you from trouble, and much more. As our way of saying thank you for your gift of $15 or more, we'd like to send you your own copy of Jerry Savelle's popular DVD teaching, The Hand of God. And for a limited time when you contact us, Jerry would also like you to have this special bonus book, Are You Tired of Sowing Much and Reaping Little? With it, you'll discover the surprising reasons why many of God's people don't experience the results they should and what to do about it. This message contains the answers you've been looking for, so don't wait. Call or click now with your special gift of just $15 or more. Visit us online at jerrysavelle.org. 
or call 800-211-4834 to request your copy of Jerry's important DVD teaching, The Hand of God. When you do, we'd also like to give you the book, Are You Tired of Sowing Much and Reaping Little? I highly encourage you to get this DVD on the hand of God. This is something you need to see. Not just hear it, but see it. In fact, I love what it says on the back. It says, what would happen if you really could get your problems out of your hands and into the hand of God? Yeah. That's such a powerful revelation. That's the very DVD that Oral Roberts was watching. Oh, really? Yeah. So when you get this DVD, we're going to give you for free this book on Are You Tired of Sowing Much and Reaping Little? I think we all could say yes on that. Oh, yeah. No one wants yeah. to keep sowing and not. But you know, there's biblical reasons why people sow much and reap little. It's not just a cute phrase. Right. There's actually biblical revelations of people that are sowing, they're, they're tithing, they're giving, and yet they're not getting the kind of return that the Bible says they're entitled to. I've taken the time to go through the Bible and discover all the reasons why that takes place in a Christian's life. So it's a powerful truth that'll go right along with this hand of God. Right. It's powerful, but it's a tiny little book that you yeah. can read real quick and find out what you're doing right or wrong to see results in your life. Yeah. You know, Dad, it's one thing to like hear this message and think, wow, I've never heard anything on the hand of God. And, you know, it's interesting. You never really think thought about this before, but you have to do something with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the ways you make Satan pay is you begin prophesying his defeat, mm -hmm. using your mouth, yeah. because our mouths, that's the most powerful weapon God has given us, yeah. is to use your mouth. And you know, it's, I mean, it's one thing, like, this was such a powerful revelation to me that night, like I said, about 1 a.m. when God gave it to me, and you were in the meeting that next evening. I mean, the people were just, I mean, it was revelation flowing, and and people were just sitting there with their mouths open like little birds taking it in, you know. Mm -hmm. And I remember after preaching it that night and your mom and I and other people I know applying it immediately, seeing results with it. And then over a period of time, you kind of let it slip. And your mom said just a few weeks ago, she said, you know that message you preached on the hand of God? I haven't been doing it like we used to. Yeah. And, and I need to get back to asking God to stretch forth his hand. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about in particular some of our family members that have really gone through a lot here lately and Satan's stealing from them. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not enough just to know this and get results. It's something we're supposed to live by. Right. And it'll work every time we put it to work. Right. So it's remembering it, but then speaking it out of your mouth. Yeah. You know, a funny little story, but I mean, it's not really so funny, but I heard you preach this message and, you know, talking about how God will restore and he'll restore not just finances, but restore your peace, restore your marriage, restore your health. You know, if you declare it out mm -hmm. of your mouth, you know, he'll even restore the years that Satan stole. Yeah. Well, I began declaring this, you know, in the hand of the Lord. Well, years ago when Rodney and I were going through such a hard time in our marriage, one of our vacations in particular, when we were going through the worst time of all, that vacation was just a waste, yeah. you know, because we were miserable. So the whole trip was miserable. Just seemed like a waste of money, a waste of time, everything. Mm -hmm. Well, as God began restoring my marriage and I was declaring the hand of the Lord yeah. and restore, restore, restore my marriage, I would mm -hmm. confess it consistently. Well, <clears throat> I just thought, well, if God will pay back what you've lost and what's been stolen, I seriously began declaring that God would restore my vacation. Yeah. 
I mean, who prays that way, you know? Mm -hmm. I just started declaring it, restore my vacation, because that was a lot of money just lost. Four years after that vacation, we get a letter in the mail from a law firm who discovered that people who stayed in that hotel from this date to this date, they were awarded all of this money, thousands of dollars in hotel vouchers because yeah. they found mold in the building that we stayed in. Oh, wow. You know, the Bible talks about picking up the sword of the Spirit. That is attacking Satan with the Word of God coming out of your mouth, not makes someone else's wonder, mouth. Makes you wonder, how much more could we have had restored if we'd been declaring it and decreeing it and asking God to stretch forth His hand? Right. And doesn't it say somewhere about they did not remember His yeah. hand? Yeah. So it's remembering the hand of the Lord. Yeah. But the only way you can remember it is by renewing your mind to this revelation. I mean, hearing it over and over and over. That's why I'm excited about this resource because having it on DVD, you need to see this. Watch this, listen to it, let it get into your spirit. Play it over and over and over. Take notes, you know. And then when you order this message on the hand of God, we're going to give you for free this little book on Are You Tired of Sowing Much and Reaping Little? And like Dad said, there's powerful revelations in this book to help you realize what you could be doing wrong that's preventing you from getting your harvest. Yeah. So I encourage you to order these messages. This is a powerful revelation that the Lord gave Dad that has gone all over the world teaching people how to pray the hand of the Lord. So call the number that's on the screen or go online and we'll get this sent to you as soon as possible. Thank you for joining with us and we'll see you next week. Today's message is just a small sampling of the rich, powerful teaching you'll find in Jerry Savelle's DVD, The Hand of God. In this revealing message, you'll receive the very principles that have enabled people all over the world to overcome their problems and experience God's blessings. The same results can be yours today, too. As you watch this DVD, you'll discover how God can restore to you what the devil has stolen, the secret to praying and getting results, how the hand of God can save you from trouble, and much more. As our way of saying thank you for your gift of $15 or more, we'd like to send you your own copy of Jerry Savelle's popular DVD teaching, The Hand of God. And for a limited time when you contact us, Jerry would also like you to have this special bonus book, are you tired of sowing much and reaping little? With it, you'll discover the surprising reasons why many of God's people don't experience the results they should and what to do about it. This message contains the answers you've been looking for, so don't wait. Call or click now with your special gift of just $15 or more. Visit us online at jerrysavelle.org or call 800-211-4834 to request your copy of Jerry's important DVD teaching, The Hand of God. When you do, we'd also like to give you the book, Are You Tired of Sowing Much and Reaping Little? Every week, Jerry Savelle Ministries International is making a powerful difference in the lives of people around the world. But that's only possible because of the financial support of friends like you. That's why we'd like to invite you to join us as we continue to take the power of God's Word to a global audience in such great need. So call the number on your screen to discover more about Jerry Savelle Ministries today. 
Both Jerry and his daughter, Terry Savelle Foy, invite you to explore our other ministry resources on the web at jerrysavelle.org. Join us again next week as you continue your journey to discovering God's blessing in your life, where God can transform your circumstances and you can discover your destiny.